You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith, the weekly broadcast from Uprint Faith and Personal Development. Connect with us on the web at uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to our weekly show. This is Wake Up Our Faith, the second segment of our show, Wake Up Our Faith in Business, where we talk about how do you effectively live out your faith where you spend the majority of your time. For most, that is in business. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, we're the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization. Uh, this show is live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitter. We encourage you guys to like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Let us know where you're listening from. Uh, we love kind of hearing some feedback from you. And Kev, during the show, I actually just got a text from one of our friends and I just wanted to read it as a way of a testimony, um, you know, just because it's, it's encouraging to, to hear from folks about how they're being served in and yeah. through the work. And so um, he sent it to me as for us. He said, good morning, Matt. Just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for setting me up with Kevin. Thank you guys for being role models. Thanks for your words of encouragement every day. Thank you for your bravery and the way you live out your faith in a way that makes no sense, but shows how truly faithful God is. Keep up the good work. Hmm. So that was from our friend Aaron. And, All right. And yeah. it's just, it's, I just want to just, 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 man, it just feels good, you know? It just feels yeah. good to see folks being blessed. Yeah. Yeah. He and his wife are, they have the heart of a lion and the, just a gentle people. But you can tell they, they know what it's like to go through stuff. And, uh, but these are the people. See, that's where grace can fill up a willing heart. It, it, there, you know, when you want to receive from God, man, if you got a willing heart, whoo, you are creating this big old, big old vessel for him to pour into. Mm. And uh, so the Taylor family uh, have that. And uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of time together to see it. Yeah. But thank you. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're role models. We like rolls with <laughs> butter on it. That's right. And some garlic. <laughs> anyway. Put some jelly on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate the encouragement. We sure can use it. So. Yeah. So our corporate partners make this show possible. We definitely want to recognize them. Um, our newest uh, faith and business partner is the Rising Tide Real Estate Team. They're a full-service real estate team based right here in southeastern North Carolina, representing both buyers and sellers. Um, you can give them a call for any of those needs, 910-620-7177. Um, they had a few of their team members at the last Faith in Business yeah. event. I think they'll be there tomorrow as well for our next event. Cool. So super appreciative of yeah. them. Uh, also, too, um, our good friend Chris Riley at Fountain Financial Associates. Uh, they're in the business of giving clients and families a better life. They like to call it keeping promises. If you have any long-term financial needs or want someone to look over your financial situation with you, Chris and the team at Fountain Financial would be fantastic to do that. 910-256-8882. All right. There's a lot of writing on there. It man. is. Well, look at that. I'll show it upside down. <laughs> That's crazy, man. We're grateful to have a lot of folks that are... Mine looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Doodle, doodle brain over just here. messing with you. Doodle brain. So um, today, Kev, well, in the first segment, we talked about kind of not living on mission, but learning to live as a mission. Yeah. And so in the second segment, we want to really kind of laser focus that in on yeah, how do we do that in business, right? How do we do that right. in our business lives between Sundays? Yeah. Uh, same concept um, and really kind of the same steps, but maybe with more of a practicality toward business. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the same idea. Look, businesses are made up of what? 
People. People. That's <laughs> right. So you can't get away from it. So it can't just be about networking and all that kind of stuff. You gotta have. You want to have a good business. You gotta have people who are whole and Amen. healed. And 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 that right there is the best place to grow a business. Not here's my plan and all that. That's fine. But all that comes from this. Yes. So with good folks who live like Jesus, following the model uh, from a place of I, I already got an A plus the first day in class. I, I'm now I'm here to learn. I want to learn. I'm excited about it. So you, you're not living out of duty anymore. Then you can be excited about your business and see it as an adventure and let God lead it and watch all the cool things he'll do, all the amazing things and people he'll bring. That's the fun part about business. You know, getting to eat and pay your bills is, ah, he'll do that. You got to give him a chance and mm -hmm. he'll do it in a way that no one can take it away from you if you're patient. Yeah. And a lot of people are. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to the idea of business ultimately comes down to people. We can we can reiterate some of the things we're talking about. So one of the big obstacles the enemy uses is uh, he doesn't. Ha he's a wet noodle, by the way. <laughs> but, but he has no power except for you know he just paints this picture of fear. So if we've got strongholds or leftover landmines from his occupation before we were Christians, then what we see is, uh, oh, ooh, it's still a tender area. Uh -huh. And it, sometimes it's back here. So a lot of people still struggle with fear, and they may not even call it that or know that that's what it is. But that's what we've got to unseat. But well, let's talk about that, you know. And we talked about three big fears. Well, we don't yeah. have time to talk about all of them, but... But uh, one of them is, what do other people think? Yeah. I'm afraid of what people are going to think. What do people say? Yeah. What if they get isolated? What if they make fun of me? Yeah. <laughs> what, right. What if my, uh, uh, you know, my shirt isn't the right kind of shirt for this environment? Or I mean, just all kind of crazy stuff. Well, it's, it's so middle school, honestly. <laughs> like, when you're in middle school, you are so concerned and consumed yeah. with trying right. to be a cool kid. When, listen, nobody's cool in middle school. You got yeah. your big teeth with braces on them and you got your pudgy weight, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, at least I did. <laughs> That's yeah. what it looked like. You got the comb over, you know what I mean, haircut. Uh -huh. And 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 yet you're constantly concerned about what everybody else thinks. Yeah. And and some people never grow out of that middle school mindset. Yeah. That's right. and, and, and yet we're not called to live in that place right. ever, never, ever exactly. as sons and daughters. That's right. and, and here's the thing is that we give more concern to what people think than what to God thinks. Yeah. In fact, that becomes, you know, old yeah, news. That's right. Well, and what he thinks, uh, so you want to you know what he thinks, he'll tell you what he thinks corporately when you study and, and dig in in a way that's affectionate where you're going after him, not trying to be a scholar. Yeah. And, and, but then he'll speak to you uh, individually mm. in, in a precious way that you can begin to discern and practice and step into gradually. And that starts leading you back to a sense of mission where, you know, uh, it's, it, we're called branches. We're grafted in. So we're adopted sons and daughters, but uh, you know it, we're loved just as much as the son by the father. Yes, and it, otherwise he wouldn't have paid the price. Mm -hmm. He paid the price to save us, 
but uh, he rose, you know, he, he was killed, murdered, crucified to pay that price, but he rose again so we can live, so live. we can live as sons and daughters. Yeah. So we don't want to throw that out. We want to get past go and understand what it means to live this thing out while we're still here. Well, what other people think is a classic struggle. Uh, you know, oh no, I've got this time. I feel guilty. Uh, what do I do with it? Well, it doesn't, maybe God's given you the day off and you can relax and that's okay. Um, but it's not about duty. It's more about understanding how God wants you to steward. And, and the desires of your heart uh, are markers, not your will, two different things, but the desires of your heart. You want to go get in front of somebody and you got the day off? Go do it. Go love on somebody. Go to the Walmart and tell somebody you like their smile. Yeah. But uh, you can do all kind of things, uh, but you don't need to do it unless you feel like it's part of your anointing and who you are. I'm not saying don't help your neighbor. Somebody needs you to help them move something or put a light bulb in for an old person. Go do it. Yeah. I'm talking about what you do daily. So in business... Uh, we see that even it's like turned up a, a notch. Sure. Oh no. Yeah. This culture. Don't bring your Bible to work. All this stuff. It's fear. Yeah. So this week and uh, I, uh, Monday night, I get together with a group of guys uh, that I've grown to love. Just a gr bunch of great-hearted dudes. And uh, the, it came up about Paul, and I think it's in Galatians where he's talking to like, I hope that you would be zealous, is what Paul says. Mm -hmm. Be zealous. And I'm just sitting here going, yes, like. We need more of that. Yeah. Be zealous. And a guy asked, he said, well, how are you? How do you be zealous at work? Yeah. Was the question. And immediately I came back with kind of one of the cornerstone pieces yeah. that is be excellent. Right. Just be excellent. Like you said. That's right. Just be excellent, man. Just be, 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 be uncompromising in your yeah. um, uh, ability to just show love to people. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to. It, it's not about people have these, these weird pictures of, of, well, I've got to pull open, the, you know, turn to Second Samuel and read this back. And if you don't, you're going to go to hell or some stuff. Yeah, crazy. It's just not like that. What it is is understanding how God made you and how you function and what works and where is the favor in following it. Uh, you, you know, like uh, we're talking about Will, uh, a good, good man. He's just got a heart. Uh, <laughs> he knows who he is, but uh, he's a, he sells luxury homes and... Uh, uh, he's just, there's favor there. You can see it. So you want to understand and follow that favor. And if you're in a certain type of business and you hate it, you may need to look around a little bit and, and, and start planting another field. But if you love what you're doing and just want to grow into that, then obviously you want to understand where the favor is and, and be able to start following that gently. But that is, it's already done in heaven. You have to live it out on earth. But you got to step into it by faith. So that the enemy wants to unseat that by putting thoughts in there. If you are the son of God, you know, yeah. like what he did with Jesus. If, if, if. So you got to stay away from that by focusing on the mission. Mm -hmm. And like we say, we call ourselves, we are a mission, mission. with a business. We have a business, but this is our mission. Yeah. And we happen to be tied together, equally yoked as partners, uh, you know. But it's uh, it, you've got to start there, and have that sense of mission, and then those things will begin to fall away. 
I want to say this about the mission concept, especially as it relates to church and business. This is faith and business. One right. of the things we say that we're about right. is tearing down the walls that we've built between faith and business. Yeah, that, that men have put there. Right. And one of the one of the concepts is that your mission only exists in the church world. Like that's right. where the mission right. work happens. Yeah, you can't do this unless you come under a church, which we've heard from churches, by the way. Yeah, and, and so that is this is where the mission exists. Yeah. And then and then there's right. a there's a more progressive thought process that says the church is, well, you need to live on mission right. where you work. Yeah. And that's like the better level. <laughs> yeah. But then you're saying, no, you are the mission everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. And so I just I just need people, and I don't need them to, I want <laughs> them to just hear and feel the truth of this is that your life is a mission for yeah. the Father everywhere you go. That's right. It doesn't belong inside of the walls of church. It doesn't belong inside the walls of your business. It is who you are. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Step into that. Well, as uh, you know, walking along, uh, <laughs> hey, I live a block from the ocean. Now, you go back and you listen to these shows way back, yes. and I've always said that was going to happen. Here we go. And uh, it, it, it has happened. Now, I didn't make it happen. I didn't work hard. I, I just, I, what I understand is a long, long lesson that God is better than we think He is. And Holly, my wife, and I get that. And so all we're doing is helping people. And of course, you get it. Uh, you and your wife, but if everybody can get a hold of this, then everything you will you, you step into that's from Him, there's no one can take it away from you. The refinement process is often painful, but when when I was walking uh, on the beach yesterday with uh, with Aaron and, and and working through some mentoring things, and, and you know, one of the questions I asked him, I said, you know, think about this. Uh, we're walking on the beach. You know, he's read my book and, and, and everything and gone back and realized our history. Now, here we are. We're walking along the beach and just looking at what God created. I mean, if that's not wealth, heavenly wealth, then, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. Right. So the point is, is God has everything laid out for you. Our job is to uncover it. It's the glory of God to conceal the matter. It's the glory of a king to uncover it. We are kings and priests. Uh, so we need to live that out. Yeah. In our business is the greatest setting we can do that. Faith shows you who you are because you got to look at God. And the business is, is, is a concept and an idea where you can live out who you are. Yeah. But fear, you know, we're talking about 9-11 and all that. Fear is the uh, sort of the chief offender or obstacle uh, of healthy, otherwise healthy people living this out and having these thriving businesses. Yeah. Well, we've got one more segment here, and we'll talk about this idea of fear and how it you know, begins to constrain our genius, cut off our genius, and, uh, and step beyond that, because that's certainly not what we were created to do, is live no. fragmented, no. Um, half-hearted lives. Right. Uh, we're supposed to live in the fullness. That's what Jesus said. Come that you may have life and have it abundantly or to the full. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to dive into that's the last right. segment here. Uh, guys, this is Matt Ham, Kevin Adams. Uh, you're watching Faith in Business. We'll be back for more right after this. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Ham. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Faith in Business. If you're enjoying the show, we'd ask that you go on iTunes and leave a quick review so that other folks can see it and join us as well. Also, we host a monthly gathering called Faith in Business right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. 
If you're interested in attending that event, or if you'd like to host a faith and business event in your city, email us at info at uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the second second. Excuse me. This is the second segment of our show called Faith in Business. Uh, my name is Matt Ham. This is Kevin Adams. Uh, my mouth got ahead of my it's mind. It's all this. It's the jibber jabber. <laughs> Thank you for grace. You're great at it, man. <laughs> Thank you for grace. I want to recognize our business partners for making this show possible, uh, allowing us to bring it to you every week. Uh, we appreciate them. One of those being Century Twenty One Swire and Associates. Uh, they are the largest, most successful Century 21 uh, agency in the Carolinas. More than 30 years of experience in the business, um, 910-256-0021. Uh, also, Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington. On the web, ptservicesofwilmington.com. They've been serving southeastern North Carolina since 1983. Uh, more than 100 years of experience in the clinic there. If you have any needs at all, give them a call, 910-763-8286. And last but not least, uh, Chris Hutchins and Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. Chris and his team uh, are growing here in the Wilmington area. Chris has been in the business for more than 20 years. If you're buying or refinancing a home, you need to look into your mortgage needs, give Chris a call, 910-344-0304. So, Kev, today we're talking about living out um, living as, learning to live as a mission, like become the yeah. mission. You don't live on mission, you become the mission. For most folks, that's, that's right. where you spend the majority of your time. So your business is literally your mission yeah. and what you've been entrusted with. Right. But there is an obstacle that the enemy uses or a weapon the enemy uses, mm -hmm. and that is fear. Right. And so when people are constantly living by these fears, yeah. they cannot live and become the mission they were created to be. Yeah. Well, if you think of yourself as a branch, we're a vessel, we're a conduit. We don't produce fruit. Women don't produce children. Uh, they bear them, mm. and uh, we bear fruit. So if you're bearing something, it comes from somewhere else, a source. So when you think about it that way, uh, our job is to be yielded to what is pure and, and holy and healthy, and that is God. So people are letting the world into their heart and guarding it of God, and we need to flip that around. <laughs> right. Crazy thought. <laughs> Let him in, and, and all the way in, where you're feeling that relationship, and uh, and then guard your, you know, from the neck down, don't let the world in. And uh, it, so you will love people, love God, love people, and you can come from that place. So in that, you know, we're talking about fear, and so let's take another example that's a little more specific. A lot of... Uh, what what people are afraid of uh, gets back to the opinions of others. So how you will make a decision. Uh, what about that client? How will they feel? What happens over here with a colleague or, or, or even, you know, my legacy in the business community? And so making wise decisions, uh, it's, that's not about, uh, it, there's a difference between good stewardship and worry mm. and, and living from, Oh no, oh no, I can't do this, I can't do that. And actually turning that around and saying, here's what we're going to do. Here's what God is doing. And, and changing the focus so that it's positive and encouraging and forward thinking and raising your expectations of God. Because people are going to come along and say, you can't do that. I mean, how many times have we heard that? And we hear it too now, you know, especially from the churchy world. But uh, 
Yeah, we'll leave that alone. So, so what? Here's a nugget, I guess. So, when you experience God, which we are experiencing God through this, there is favor on what we're doing, and our reputation's growing. We're not having to kill ourselves. We're having to actually slow down a little bit, especially you, <laughs> because He's doing it. He's putting us in the right place at the right time with the right people, and it's just it's unbelievable. But it's very believable. So. One of the things when people, when you feel that and you have a great experience, what happens? We need to celebrate that yeah. because the enemy will come along right away and try to steal it from yeah. you. You get baptized. He's going to come and take it. We did crazy for the city. Boom. We had some a ne- couple of negative weird comments from people. Mostly it was fantastic, but we had a few, you know, and, and it, was, it was like, where is this coming from? So over and over, what we've learned is you celebrate when God gives you a victory, you jump right on that. And when the enemy gives you a fear about something, when you start feeling that, oh no, imagining the future is bad, then you go and you go the opposite way. I'm not saying recklessly, mm-hmm. but if the enemy's saying, don't help that person, person. then guess what? You might better go, go ahead and help them. them. Now you got you got to dig in and, and begin to feel his presence yeah. and elevate, edify your spirit. But people outside of your experience with God, when you're truly experiencing that you, they cannot put it this way, people uh, cannot judge your experience with God by their inexperience of it. Mm. Now think about that. If they haven't experienced it, they have no right to make any kind of a judgment about it. Yeah. And people can look at my book all day long and say, well, that didn't happen. Well, I'm walking on the beach. It did happen over and over and over again. So, and there's even a, a major publisher that said, you know, we back this up. My point isn't to argue that. It's to say that remember that the inexperience of other people Yeah. Uh, from they're coming from that place so have grace you can you can jo- you know be joyful about it but draw your line and say that's fine yeah. glad you believe what you do i'm going this way yeah you want to come come on yeah yeah it, it brings to mind uh, something that actually happened uh this week and this is i know a lot of folks this might make him uncomfortable but this speaks directly to what you're saying um, and this is something I've had to learn and something I've had to grow comfortable with. Um, I had a dream about a specific person. Uh-huh. And I really felt like the Lord was saying, you need to call them mm-hmm. and share this with them. I sure. want to encourage them through you. So they gave me a picture of this person. And in the dream, this person was pregnant. And I just felt like what the Lord was saying is that the Lord has something for you that uh-huh. you're pregnant with. And it's coming. But there's going to be some pain and adversity. Don't lose heart. Yeah. Keep going. Right. He's bringing something through this. Right now, I know this person very, very little. I had one interaction with them um, a while back. But I called them and left them a voicemail maybe two months ago. Uh-huh. Never heard back. They called back yesterday. Mm. And I, was, I felt that thing of like, I don't know them that well. And you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. I'm calling and saying I had a dream about you and all this kind of stuff. But stepping beyond the fear, yeah. saying, I know what the Father said to me. And I blessed them with it. Yeah. And I could tell yeah. that they were really taken back by it. Mm-hmm. And they said, I've never had anybody ever do that yeah. to me or for me. And I said, well, listen, press into it with the Lord yeah. and let him reveal it in time. Sure. And it, but it was, it, was, it was a momentary um, recognition of how good God really is when you don't let the, the mind, the you know, above yep, the next right. stuff, guide the, the, the path. That's right, yeah. 
Well, it's really important for people to grab hold of this, that it's not, it's not some cultural mantra, only God can judge me, no one can judge me, and stop all that. There is only a one judge, but at the same time, every decision we make is a form of judgment. So there's, you know, you can't just throw that word around like that. So let's throw all of it out and start fresh and say, just know that we have to be in, in relationships. We can't change other people. We can't fix their strongholds. So we, we want to be free of our own, and then we can navigate with the power and authority of God in our yes. life for mission. But the enemy will throw rocks, and part of those rocks uh, can be painful when someone says you can't do that or yeah. you know or it's a cri criticism criticism is man it's pretty it can be pretty painful uh and and, and so what i'm saying is what and what we're saying is remember that someone who has not experienced god in the way that you have um doesn't have the right to make a judgment about your experience from their inexperience of it. Yeah, I love that, man. And, and so that. hold on to that when you start feeling that and keep going forward. You're not there to beat them up either. You just you either join them in their stress and give them power over you and yes. authority, or you will lead them by example out of their stress. Oh, man. That's your choices. Whew. And business is the greatest context to do that because you're leading people and people groups and not not just employees but but customers clients your community they're all yeah. seeing god uh glorified through your excellence that is so phenomenal when you tap into the reality of having a, a genuine experience with god but then letting someone else is not right. yours inexperience yeah rob you of that yeah. experience and then you enter into their stress yeah man that what a picture that is crazy well we see it in scripture we see people condemning jesus for healing on the sabbath <laughs> right and it, it's it's ridiculous but if we're if he's our model instead of them and we don't need to it's not throwing them out it's going oh my gosh you know okay i hear you bless your heart it, but really meaning that and moving forward anyway you don't don't let that put a hook in you. Yes. They're not God. They're his creation. Mm -hmm. And they don't bless their hearts because they don't know. I know some people read my book and they go, man, that's hard. Well, I prayed for a deep, a meaty book that would change lives, not some famous book, but one that would actually change lives. And uh, But you've got to grow into being able to absorb that. Well, it's, this is, it works the same way. So we have grace, but remember, you've got a mission. Yes. You've got fruit to bear, and you don't need anything taking that away from you mm -hmm. or, or, or in fear and judgment from other people of their inexperience just because they've never experienced it. It, there's no water, no weight. Yeah, and, you know, I think I think as we look at kind of, um, we got a few minutes here. Yeah. You know, as we kind of tidy up and wrap up the show thoughts today, is that I, I just, I hope that people will pause with this for a moment and just yeah. realize that God created you, like you said in the first segment, yeah. with a vacancy in history to fill. And that is a mission that you get to become. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be attached to anything else. And it right. is completely free of the opinions of what people think about right. it. It's about what God says by it. Yeah. And if you are courageous enough to faithfully step into that, 
it will change the world. It will. Period. Absolutely. End of story every time. Because he's working through you. Because it's you're not in the way anymore, and neither is anyone else. You are a solid conduit for heaven on earth. We're not trying to get more earth into heaven. That's not why we're here. Amen. And we're in him. He's a, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. We're in him. He's in us. It's a one-way street. He's pouring into us for the world. He's not trying to get more earth into heaven. Yeah, I love so, <laughs> But business is this beautiful idea that comes from God. So it's not about that type of business or that. It's the idea of trading resources, bringing what you have. It's, it's, it is exactly what the church should be. So for a believer, for a Christian, professing yeah. Christian, yeah. a faith-based business is not an option. <laughs> exactly. Period. It's impossible to please God without faith. That, that's a blanket statement. That, that means put in business on the end of that. Is it still true? Of course it's still true. Yet you can't please him without faith in everything because faith is the foundation of everything. Those buildings fell in 9-11. And, in, and I have a relationship there because my dad was worked for the FBI uh, he was he was retired. They called him back in, and he went up there with rakes, and he was raking and saw body parts and fingers, and he saw all of this. So now when you reflect back on that, what a tragedy it is. But when you understand that what, what God can do through that, uh, it doesn't. it's beauty for ashes, literally. Mm-hmm. Now, where are we going? What have we learned from it? Well, we learned very first, uh, we're not afraid of this happening again. If it does or doesn't, we've got a mission to live out. Yes. So business needs to have the same idea. You know, if not, and I hate to use terrorists like like uh, people that mean well, but people don't know that they're weaponized by the enemy. They yeah. mean well, but they're, they're, it's not always, it's very seldom helpful. Well, you can't do that, or you know, you better watch out for that. You know, if it's coming from God and he's telling you to do it, then you go. Yeah. You know, so no fear. Uh, That's right. No terror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've got a mission. If things happen, you got to keep going forward. That's the idea. Yeah. And it's beautiful when you see people grab hold of it and start to live with it. Because fruit it is anointed. Happens. Yeah, it's anointed and the fruit is It born. will happen. That's it. And, and be patient with God um, and you'll see it. Yeah. You know, we are living proof of it, but be encouraged. It's not, I tell people all the time, God loves you maybe even a little bit more than me. And, you know, <laughs> and they're like, I don't know how, but, you know, he loves you so much. You alone uh, would be enough for what he's done. So think of it that way, and he hasn't forgotten you. And no idiot can sidetrack him or sidetrack his word. Uh, it ain't about red letters. It's, his word or it's not and start there be affectionate live it out but but do this in your calling in your business yeah and it will thrive i promise fantastic stuff guys thanks so much for jumping on today Uh, we encourage you to go and leave us a review uh, either in the comments on facebook youtube or twitter but this is also our podcast as well on itunes Uh, if you're enjoying the show uh, let us know what you're getting from it when you leave reviews it helps other people see it and and uh be exposed to it as well. We encourage you guys to share this out. As always, we're here for you with our organization, Uprint, uh, as well as our nonprofit entity, which is uh, the Uprint Life Center. You can contact us, info 
at uprint.life. Also, stay tuned. we got a, a fresh website look coming up and yeah. a lot of exciting stuff this fall with a big event we're having here in October. Yeah. I'm just going to drop that, tease it for later. We'll, we'll step into that at a later date. But uh, anything else, Kev, before we go? Yeah. Well, just that the, the, what we're doing is helping people. But the Life Center idea is, uh, and we're already doing it, is uh, it, one day it'll be a campus. But uh, it's removing obstacles so people can live out who they are. And they're, they're all, you know, we know all the obstacles in life, the circumstances. So we're providing not only good teaching and training, but also uh, stepping in and helping remove some of those physical uh, obstacles as well, spiritual, physical. Yeah, fantastic. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next week for more.